Yomadaf Nunchet, the last thing we're discussing was after the Kohen Gadol threw the blood inside, outside, he now mixes the goat blood and cow blood together and he puts it on the four corners of the golden Mizbeach. And we want to say that our Mishnah is like the one who says that you mix the bloods together. Because we have we saw Machlok at Rabbi Yoshiyah and Rabbi Yonatan. We originally want to say that Rabbi Yoshiyah is the one who says mix it together because he holds in general that we throw in the word Yahdav to a Pasuk even though it doesn't say it. And the Gemara said, no, you could even say it's Rabbi Yonatan. And by Yom Kippur, it's different because it says Ahat. You do this once, not twice. Therefore, mix it together and put it on all four uh, corners of the golden Mizbeah. And with that, we are starting Nunzayin Amudbet, two lines from the bottom where it says Tanya Delo Keshinuyan. We have Braita, exact opposite of what we just said. We just said that even according to Rabbi Yonatan, it mixes. Here we have a Braita opposite. It says, They should be mixed together. And Rabbi Yonatan Omer, Each one on its own. And Amalor Biyoshia, Vahalok Barne Emar, but it says Ahat, it says Vikhipera Aruna Kanotav Ahat Bishana, means you do this once, not twice a year, therefore you only you put it together and you throw them together. So Amalor Biyonatan, Vahalok Barne Emar, Midama Paro, Midama Sa'ir, you should throw from each one separately. So Imken Lama Neemar Ahat, and if that's the case, why does it say Ahat? Lomalecha Ahat Veloshtaim Midama Par. One from each, not two from each. And now the Gemara brings a Braita, like that you mix everything together. It says, You have to mix them together. Does it have to be mixed or each one separately? That you do this once, not twice. You mix them together. And it makes sense, that's like Rabbi Yoshia. Now, we learned in the, Mish- in the Mishnah, Natan et Barikan. He mixes, he pours the full spoon or bowl into the empty one and mixes it together. He puts a spoon on top of a spoon or a bowl within a bowl. Vic he bell boy at Adam and he accept with and he accepted the blood that way. Meaning he wasn't holding the actual bowl that was accepting the blood, he was holding the cup that was holding the cup. Mao, what's halacha? Is it considered blocking or not? Is it a hatitzad? Do I have to be holding the actual cup that is actually accepting the blood or not? And question number two is mean bemino hotsets or you know hotsets. If something of its own kind, like over here. The bowl and the bowl is the same thing. Is that considered blocking or not? And Amale Tenitua, it says you have in your Mishnah, you put the full bowl into the empty one. My love, Hoshiv Mizrak, Male Toch Mizrak Rekan. Didn't you put this bowl or spoon, the full one, into the empty one? Thomas says, No, that's what it means. It means Ira Mizrak Male Toch Mizrak Rekan. You poured the full one into the empty one. Not that uh, you put one on top of the other one. The Gemara says, yeah, but Hatan you learned that in the Resha already. It says, it says in one of the previous Mishnayot, you poured the blood of the par into the one of the sa'ir. You want it to mix. And if they're mixed, that means one bowl is full, one bowl is empty. 
You put one on top of the other. Now the Gemara says, no, you redo it. You now take that full one and you pour it into the empty one. You want to mix them well. Okay, so now we're back at our original Mahloket. Min bemino is hotzets or is it not hotzets? Meaning something of its own kind. Is it considered a hotzets out of blocks or not? Tashema. If a Kohen is doing the Avodah and the Azara and he's standing on some sort of utensil, he's standing on a bowl, he's standing on a plate or something, or he's standing on, the, on top of another Kohen's foot, the, the Avodah is Pasul. Now, think about it. He is human. His friend is also human. Him standing on top of his, another human it's still it's still considered blocking even though they're the same kind. So you see that mean bemino is hotset. The Gemara says no, you can't compare shani regel deloma tsemevatele. A foot is different. You can't nullify someone's foot. You can't uh, say it's not part of me. It's not bothering me. You, you can't push it away. Therefore, in this case, even though it's mean bemino, it's uh, hotset. Now ikadamre. Some say. That Rameba Hama wasn't discussing Hatzitza uh, mean beinomino. That wasn't his discussion. Rather, Hachi baimina. This was the question that he asked Rav Hasda. Derech sherut bekach or en derech sherut bekach. When you put one bowl in another in another bowl, is that the way you do service or not? Is that considered service or not? And Tashema the Tana de Ber Bishmael. Et kol kelea sharet pasukes velakehu et kol kelea sharet asher yeshu retu ba'am ba'kodesh. They take all the kelim of the kodesh, and it's when it says kele shene kelim v'sherut echad. It sounds like two kelim, one service, and even if you had one bowl on top of the other, it still counts. Now we're going to go back to Hatzitza questions. Ba'amine Rameh Barhama Merav Hasda. Rameh Barhama asked Rav Hasda question. Hiniyah siv betoch hamazrek. If the Kohen put the scruff that grows around the palm tree into that uh, bowl, bekibel bo etadam, accepted the blood now, is that considered Hatzitza or not? Meaning, min besheno mino hotzitz. It's something that is not like the bowl. It's two different kinds. One is the scruff around the tree. One is gold. And then, therefore, it blocks. Or in no chotzets, or maybe it's not considered a chatzitza kivandim halhel because it has holes in it. It's not a real blockage. It could still get through and go to the bottom of the mazrek, and therefore lo ha'itz, and therefore it doesn't do chatzah or dilma lo shana, or maybe it doesn't make a difference. Uh, no matter what it is, min beino min o, it's chotzets. So our mother of Hasdain says emtenina. You learned about the paraduma. The way they make the mixtures, they take the ashes, they put it into a bowl, and they throw water in it, and they mix it that way. And if there's a sponge in that bowl that the water is going into, the water that hit that sponge is no good. So what should you do? You can continue using all that water until you get to the sponge. Once you get to the sponge, it's no good. And we said, you continue using that water until you get to the sponge. And you see that even though that sponge is like that scruff around the tree where it's full of holes and the water inside that sponge is pasul, but still everything else around it is mutar. You could say the same thing with this bowl with the scruff inside, that the blood around it is mutar, just whatever is on the scruff is no good. 
The Gemara pushes back. No, Shani Mayad the cliche. You could say it's a totally different uh, story over here. Water is thin; it goes through, it seeps all the way through. Blood is thick, and it won't go all the way through. And you can't compare cases. And Pashatlan. Some say that this is what Hasda answered Bedam Kasher. Accepting the blood with the scruff inside that bowl is Kasher. Because that scruff takes all the blood in. It is a liquid after all, and it goes right through. However, bakomets, when it comes to flour, then it's pasul because it needs to reach the bottom of the keli, and it can't reach the bottom of the keli as long as that sponge or the scruff is there. And the Ritaba explains in the name of Tosvot, the chidush here is that even though it's supposed to be so thing daka mina daka that flour is supposed to be so fla- fine. Still, it's possible. Now, the next Mishnah is going to continue discussing what the Kohen Gadol did after he threw the blood of the cow and the goat on the curtain. The pasuk says, He goes to the Mizbech that's in front of Hashem, that's the golden Mizbech, the Mizbech HaKetorit, which was in the Hechal in the Kodesh. He starts cleansing the Mizbeach and going down. Meaning he takes his finger, goes upwards, then comes downwards. His palm should always be facing down. This way he doesn't get himself dirty. Which corner does he start from? From the northeastern corner. Then he goes to Tsefonit Ma'aravit. The northwestern corner, then Ma'aravit Deromit, the southwestern corner, Deromit Mizrahit, and he goes to the southeastern corner. The same place where he begins sprinkling the blood for the Hatat on the outside Mizbeach, Misham Haya Gomer, Mizbeach That's where he finishes sprinkling on the inside Mizbeach, so which is the southeast corner. That's a, so that's the Siman, the way to remember. He wouldn't go around. Rather, he would stand in one place and spray or sprinkle on all four corners without moving. On each side, he would give from downwards upwards, as we explained. Except for the one that was directly in front of him. He would give from up to down. Again, not to dirty himself. He sprinkled seven times on the roof, on the top of that called Mizbech. And whatever is left of that blood, he would throw at the base of the western side of the outside Mizbech. And the blood that was left over from the outside Mizbech, he would throw on the south side of that, the base, on the foundation. Both bloods would mix with the stream of water, with the canal. They go out to the Kidron River. And they would be sold to the gardeners. Anyone who wants to use that water for fertilizer, you could use it, but you have to pay for it. But since it's a Kedusha, you could be Mo'al, therefore you have to pay for it to take it out of the Kedusha. Now, the Gemara starts. Uh, we're discussing where the Kohen stands when he throws the blood. The Pasuk says, He went out to the Mizbeach Asher Lifne Hashem Vechiper Adav. What do you come and tell me, Veyatza, that he went out to the Mizbeach? 
Right, you should have just said like vechipel and mizbeach Hashem lifnei Hashem. Just do the kapara and mizbeach that's in front of Hashem. I know mizbeach aket oret. What's vechipel and mizbeach Hashem lifnei Hashem? So Amar bin Hamiyah the fish matzinu legabe the sprinkling of bepara bara kol mitzvot. A part of a kohen did a avera or if the tzibur did a avera of a mistake. She kohen omed chutz le mizbeach. The kohen stands away from the mizbeach on the eastern side of the mizbeach. Uh, in the inside, Mizbeach. He stands away from the Mizbeach on the eastern side, of, away from the golden Mizbeach, and he sprays on the parochet, on the curtain when he sprays. So, like Gemara says, Yachol can. So, maybe the same thing on Yom Kippur, he should stay away from the Mizbeach and spray on the parochet. He goes out of the Mizbeach after the Hazah of the parochet. And you see that during the time of the spraying on the on the curtain, he wasn't away from the mizbeach. So Hechanaya, where was he? The while he was sprinkling, He was between the mizbeach hazahav and the and the curtain in that area, and then he would spray over there. And then he would go from the western side of the mizbeach, which is closer to the kodesh kodashim, to the other side. Now Tanya Ida, we have another brayta. It says Lifne Hashem. It says by the Par Kohen Mashiach Venatan Kohen Minadam Al Karanta Mizbeach Hadar Ketoret Asamim Lifne Hashem Matamud Lomar. What are you coming to tell me with Lifne Hashem? Amar Bin Hamiyah the fish Matzinu beparve Saishin on the Kippurim. We found with the cow and goat of Yom Kippur Shekohen Omed Lifne Min Mizbeach Omazal Parochel B'Shaash Omazeh. He's standing within past the Mizbeach, closer to the Kodesh Kodeshim, and sprays. Because it says Vayetzal Mizbeach, so we understand he's closer to Kodesh Kodeshim Yachol Afzeken. Maybe the same thing with a Par Kohen Mashiach that he would also have to stand between the Parochet and the Mizbeach Hazav. Tamud Lomar Mizbeach Ketorat Asemim Lifnei Hashem Asher Be'on Moed that the Mizbeach has to be Lifnei Hashem ve'en Kohen Lifnei Hashem. So there has to be that golden Mizbeach separating both of them. Haketzad has a possible Omed Chutz La Mizbeach Omaze. He stands past the Mizbeach, closer towards the door of the Echal, and he sprays. Now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. He starts cleaning the Mizbeach HaKetoret and starts sprinkling the blood. He starts cleaning and spraying. Where would he start from? Mikeren Mizrahit, the Romit from the southeastern corner, the Romit Maravit and southwestern corner, then Maravit, the Romit, Sephonit, then the northwestern corner, then Sephonit Mizrahit, the northeastern corner. He starts from the northeastern corner, then Ma'aravit Sephonit, then the northwestern, then Ma'aravit Deromit, southwestern, then Deromit Mizrahit, southeastern corner. Mekom from the place that Rabbi Yossi starts, which is the northeastern corner, Sham Rabbi Akiva Posek, that's where Rabbi Akiva ends. Mekom Rabbi Akiva Matheel, from the southeastern corner where Rabbi Akiva starts, Sham Rabbi Yossi Agadli Posek. That's where Rabbi Yossi Agadli ends. And the mahlukit really between both of them, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi, is was there two curtains separating the Hechal and the Kodesh Kodeshim? According to Rabbi Akiva, there was two curtains, and the opening of the outer one, the one that's closer to the to the Kodesh, was on the southern side. And that's why when he went out to the Mizbeach, 
it was towards the southwestern corner. And that's why when he started to throw, he started to throw in the south. And according to Biasi, there was only one curtain separating. So, and it was open in the north. And therefore, when he came out, he was already in the north. And that's why according to Biasi, he starts in the north. Now, according to everyone, according to both of them, the first corner that he meets, he doesn't sprinkle over there. What's the reason? Because the Pasuk says, until you, uh, you have to leave the Mizbech area. He has to leave the entire Mizbech area. That means he can't be between the Mizbech and the Parochet anymore. He has to be on the other side towards the entrance. Now, the Gemara has a problem with Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, according to the way you explain the way he, the Kohen Gadol sprayed the blood, he was going from left to right. Well, Rabbi Akiva, Nekev Derech why don't you go towards the right? So, Lema Maybe they're arguing, according to Rami Bar Yechezkel, the sink that Shlomo built, like the Kior, Omed al Shenem Asar Bakari was standing on 12 oxen. Shelosha ponim Safona, three to the north. Ushlosha ponim Yaman, three to the west. Ushlosha ponim Negma, three to the south. Ushlosha ponim Mizraha, three to the east. Bayam, Alehem, Milmala, and this big sink, this basin is on top of them. Chola, Horehem, Baita. And their hind parts were going inside, meaning they were in the inside and their face was facing out. Halamata, what do you learn from here? The same way the Pasu counted the cows going rightwards, and they were going towards the east, same thing. Whenever you turn in the Bet HaMikdash area, you should be to the right, towards the east. So you could say, more eat le derame bari haskel, rabbi asegali holds like rame bari haskel, umor and rabbi akiva let le derame bari haskel does not hold like rame bari haskel. He says you could go to the, say, to the, towards the left, also not a problem. The grass says, lo, dekule alma eat le derame bari haskel. Everyone agrees with rame bari haskel. However, vehacha behaka miflage, over here, this is the machloket. Mor sabar yalfinan penim imichuds. According to the BSA Galilee, the same way outside you have to go towards the right, same thing inside you have to go towards the right. More savan, you don't learn the inside avodot from the outside one. Okay, so if Rabbi Akiva does not learn the inside of Allah from outside, then he can do whatever he wants. You can do if he wants this way, he wants that way. Why does he have to start from the southeastern corner? Really, the one that you meet first coming out of the Kodesh HaKodeshim, that's where you got to start from. We hold a famous uh, saying that you don't pass a mitzvah. If it's right there, you start from it. So why don't you do it? It says the Pasuks, you don't do it because the Pasuk says you have to leave the Mizbeach. You have to pass the entire Mizbeach. And now, since you gave on the second corner, you have to go back to the corner that you should have started with before. Or you could say the Mahlokat of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi If you hold that he had to walk around, he actually had to walk around the Mizbeah, 
then the kule amalop legede afim and penim yichutz. Then of course you learn the inside avodah from what you did on the outside. Ve'acha be'acha miflegen over here. The machlokit is as follows: Mor sevar biakiva held hakafa bayad. He stands in one place and he goes around. And therefore, there's no deen of going to your right because you're in one place anyways. Umar Savan held hakafa baregel. Now you have to walk around the golden mizbeach, and therefore you have to go towards the right. Ve'ibaitim, or you can explain the machloket as follows: Everyone agrees that you stand in one place and you you go around with your hand. This is the machloket. We learn the way when you go around with your hand from the way you walk around with your feet from the outside of Mizbeach, and therefore you you go towards your right. And Rabbi Akiva held that you don't learn the avodah you do with your hand from the avodah you do with your feet, and therefore you don't have to go towards the right. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.